RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the trenches. Not exactly how we wanted that one to go last night. Uh, the Buccaneers go down 37-26 in New Orleans on Halloween. Jameis Winston going against his ex-club. Uh, Jameis bows out early. Um, Devin White, uh, listen, horse collar is one of those rules that you want to be in football, okay? Because when you pull somebody back when they're running, what happened to Jameis is what they're trying to get out of football. When it first, first happened, it didn't look like he did it from behind. But when you're watching the, the replay, you have to throw the flag. You, that, you have to. And especially if somebody tears your knee out the socket and looks like Jameis isn't going to be able to play for a little while. So Trevor Simeon, uh, insert Trevor Simeon, didn't know he was still in the league. Um, listen, this is the real, this is the, this is the be real with it, okay? If you're a good coach and you have a good team around you, you can win with anybody, okay? Uh, Sean Payton has won with... Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill, Teddy Bridgewater, Jameis Winston. And this isn't the last, what, two years? Three years? It doesn't matter who quarterbacks the Saints, they win. That's why I have love for Sean Payton as a coach. He knows what the hell he's doing. But the Buccaneers go to New Orleans, they don't get it done. Listen, in a nutshell, when they watch that game today, I hope that Arians is as real as can be. Because... Did the Buccaneers beat themselves? Yep, they did. Did the Buccaneers get beat? Yep, they did that too. So you can beat yourself while you're getting beat. Because if you look at statistically, the Saints had 26 first downs. The Buccaneers had 16 first downs. Okay. Saints had the ball 33 minutes. Sometimes that can be overblown at times. The Bucs didn't run the football. I want to say it was 32 rushes to like 18 when you get outrushed, I'm not talking about yards. If you let the other team outrush you by 15 carries, you're going to lose almost every time. If you control the ball, rushing the football, it's not about yards. You're going to lose almost every damn time. Too many mental errors. There was mental errors on an interception. One, okay, I believe was one by Godwin. The other one was by Brady. So, listen, things happen. Stupid penalties. They happen, but if they continue to happen, you will continue to lose. If you continue to have pre-snap penalties, and it, God, for God's sakes, I, there were so many, okay? Rojo, you lined up as a wide receiver. What are you flinching for? They're not going to throw you the ball anyways. They're not going to throw you the ball. Stop flinching. When I see wide receivers flinching, drives me nuts, okay? Defensive linemen jumping off sides. Defensive linemen Lining up sides. Offensive linemen jumping off sides. Roughing the passer penalties. Now, when you get to the passer, you got to be smart as a football player. As a football player, you have to concentrate at all times because the game is very fast. And if you lose, if you have a lapse in concentration, his ability to do something really effed up. And whether you're Devin White or Ghosted or whoever it is, when you're hitting a quarterback, you got to be thinking about that. You got to be thinking, what's the pluses for this? And then what's the minuses? All right? And in a couple situations, Devin White, was that egregious? Uh, you know, is Trevor Sibian going to get hurt from hitting his helmet? No. Is it a penalty? Yep. 
is that why the penalty's there to save a quarterback for that play? Not really. But you have a, a, a foul is a foul. That's it. So the Buccaneers played stupid football yesterday. They also got punched in the mouth. Ross Cockrell struggled. Not real good. Um, let's get. It's time to get real here, okay? There's a couple plays I saw Devin White getting housed. You hear me? The, on the on one touchdown, Devin White was five yards deep into the end zone, getting blocked. People, I'm le- I've seen greatness, and I really like Devin White as a football player. Not so much this year. Have you heard his name a lot this year? At the beginning of the year, everybody was talking about Devin White maybe defensive player of the year. What big plays has Devin White made this year? He was getting drove into the end zone. Not good look. All right? So there's certain things that just weren't okay. No, listen, our defensive backs aren't playing well. Okay? That's I think it's obvious. Jamel Dean still looks stiff to me. You know what the biggest thing we're really lacking is? A pass rush. When you talk about a team being hungry... Hunger to me is running the football, rushing the passer. That's hunger. We didn't run the ball yesterday, and we let Trevor Simeon and Jameis Winston be comfortable in the pocket. Shame on us defensively, okay? For some reason, Tom Brady does not match up well against the Saints. I think he has eight interceptions versus the Saints, um, and six against all the other 21 teams he's played against when he's a Buccaneer. So clearly the Saints have been getting on Tom Brady since he's got here. And I believe he struggled against the Saints when he was in New England as well. I got to get on another guy as well. I'm getting tired of talking about O.J. Howard. If O.J. Howard doesn't show up next week and do something, I'm not going to talk about him no more. Because he's just a number. I, he, I saw him in a game yesterday. There's a bunch of people here over the Dignitary Tea and Kava House hanging out watching the game. And I go, good gracious, look at O.J. Howard. Look at the size of that guy. Long arms, muscular, looks the part. Jesus, he looks he looks better than any tight ends that ever walked the planet. Where in the F is O.J. Howard? Seriously. Gronk is out. I think Gronk played six plays. Gronk is out, and O.J. Howard does nothing afterwards. When Gronk goes out, you got to figure, okay, the second string tight end is, is O.J. Howard. He's going to get substantially more uh, snaps. O.J. Howard, 28 snaps. 20, that's, that. come on now. 46% of the plays, you're the guy. Cameron Brait played more than O.J. Howard. And Cameron Brait can't block. I, I'm just, I'm getting over O.J. Howard. I'm getting over it. I don't know what even to ask for anymore. Every once, every three games, he'll score a touchdown on the back end of a misdirection uh, play call. He don't really house nobody. He don't go up and get the ball. He, I've never seen him really position for a football. Really, he's just very uneventful. I'm not impressed with O.J. Howard. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. I'll be honest with you. As a whole, I wasn't impressed with the uh, the Buccaneers. Now, that being said, everybody relax. Go back and look at the history of Buccaneer football. I would have to, and I'm going to have somebody look this up. I would have to guess that in the history of the Buccaneer franchise, and I was, I'm thinking how many years I would have been. It would have been 45 years. I bet they've beaten New Orleans in New Orleans no more than six. No way. You're going to go back and look if you want. I don't have time to do it. But I, I never won in New Orleans. <laughs> never. That was seven years. <laughs> 
Okay? So, am I going to trip over the Buccaneers losing in New Orleans? I'm not. Division, the division foe. I didn't think the Buck. I thought the Buccaneers were too good to, to lose to a South opponent. I was wrong. I've been wrong before, and I'm probably going to be wrong again. So, that's where we are. We're a team that needs to get another win. We're a team that needs to get healthy. We're a team that needs to start rushing the passer. We're a, we're a team that needs to get back to a little bit more balance. We're a team that needs to stop reading our press clippings because I think we're doing a little of that. You know what I mean? So, listen, Jameis is probably going to be out for the season. You know, hopefully Jameis represented enough to when his knees better, he goes, goes out there and gets a nice paycheck because Jameis did some things this year in the limited time he played that we thought he couldn't do. So he had enough time to at least prove himself. So I'm listen. I'm happy for Jameis. I'm not a Jameis Winston fan anymore. He's not a Buccaneer, but I'm cheering for the kid because he, he plays hard. And I've never had a problem with what Jameis Winston has done here when he wore the pewter with the Buccaneers. If anybody ever has a question for me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Please make sure you're taking advantage of that. And hopefully you're, you're uh, listening to Beckles and Retcher 95.3 FM uh, on the dial 3 to 7 and also the uh, my other podcast as well. So. Listen, it's not a victory Monday. We don't. It doesn't always work out that way. We just got to start getting those wins again and uh, get back on track. Um, hopefully, you guys tune in again next week, and hopefully, uh, the, it will be a victory Monday and uh, things look a little bit better. Have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. On this week's episode of Crush Performance, we dip into the Crush mailbag to answer some of your very important questions. From Karen, Crush, I'm worried my son is overscheduled. How much sport does a young athlete actually need? A question from Rob, Crush, my son's losing interest in sport. How much should I push him to continue to play? And then we received a question from Jake, whose 12-year-old son has lost interest in returning to organized sport. We'll answer all of these questions. We'll look at some of the factors that are influencing our kids' decisions to play or not to play. And we'll have a serious look at some incredible physical education teachers who have taken the 1,900 students in their area to become some of the fittest and the smartest in the United States with a program they call Zero Hour P.E., So get set, everyone. We have a jam-packed episode this week on Crush Performance. Crush Performance with Jeff Cruschel can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.